Well, good morning. I hope you're having a fabulous morning so far in church. Ro and I can't be with you this morning. We're on leave. But we wanted to, to send you this message, something that's so close to our hearts, something that we've been living and breathing for, well, most of our Christian life anyway, and something that, that propels us forward and keeps us motivated around the ideas of church, particularly church on Sundays. And as we explore the series of why, why each other and the love of each other and what, what was God thinking when he said to put us people together Sundays are such a crucial part of that. And uh, this morning, in the next 10 minutes or so, I want to unpack a few ideas from the Bible, particularly around the idea of church on Sundays and why it's crucial that we continue to meet together and gather together. So come with me to Hebrews chapter 10, verse 19. It says, Therefore, brothers and sisters, since we have confidence to enter the most holy place by the blood of Jesus, by a new and living way, opened us through the curtain that is his body. And since we have a great high priest over the house of God, let us draw near to God with a sincere heart and the full assurance that faith brings, having our hearts sprinkled to cleanse us from a guilty conscience and having our bodies washed with pure water. What a start to the idea of gathering together we have this tremendous hope. Now, the writer to the Hebrews is referencing Old Testament ideas that, you know, that we have this idea of the temple and God lived in a temple and to approach him, only certain people could do that, the priests. And even then there were lots of limitations around that and you had to sacrifice lots of things. Basically, it's saying that Jesus has done that for us through his death, resurrection and ascension. We actually have the privilege of drawing near to God with full assurance. We have confidence to enter the most holy place and to draw near to God with a sincere heart. What a privilege. You and I can have that access to God that nothing like it in the Old Testament is seen. And so we see here God is offering us relationship. It's the relationship he had when he walked in the garden with Adam. He longs for us to be his people, just as he longs to be our God. So you see, the very core of community is God himself. He exists already, Father, Son, Holy Spirit. And throughout the Bible, he's invited us into this beautiful relationship. That's why the scripture around gathering together starts with an invitation into God himself. The foundation of any fellowship, relationship we have as believers, actually starts with him. Because that's the foundation of our relationship with each other. So if it is true that we can access God's most holy place, it's a sacred gathering then on Sunday to bring both God and other people. And for thousands and thousands of years, that's what the church has done. Gathered together. So come with me to verse 23. Let us hold unswervingly to the hope we profess. For he who promised is faithful. And let us consider how we might spur each other on toward love and good deeds. Not giving up meeting together, as some are in the habit of doing, but encouraging one another. And all the more, as you see the day approaching. Can you see what's happening here? 
God paints a picture of this incredible relationship, the opportunity that we have to enter into his presence confidently and boldly. And then he says, well, now consider how you can spur one another on. With this relationship, how can you include others? You see this? Love God, love people. So how do we hold unswervingly to this hope that we profess? Well, I say, bring back church on Sundays. What an amazing thought. Church on Sundays, the gathering of the saints together. His three ideas I want to go through together. Number one, spur one another on towards love and good deeds. You see, we gathered together, not so much just for me. In fact, we actually gathered together as a church for others. Now, for sure, I benefit. But if I'm only thinking about me on Sunday mornings, then I may as well stay in bed half the time. But if I'm thinking, how can I serve other people? How can I be a blessing? It gets me motivated. It gets rid of my consumer mentality around church. Not what's in it for me, but what can I give? How can I bless somebody? That's the attitude that the writer to the Hebrews is saying. He says, spur one another on. Now, now that word spur means to make sharp. It's like something that needs to be sharpened to provoke love. Now, I have a chainsaw. I'm not a great craftsman. You probably know that if you know me. But I have a chainsaw, and every now and then we go and collect firewood for the open fire that's in our lounge room. And I've learned over the years that a blunt chainsaw blade is pretty ineffective, especially when you're cutting hardwood. Last, last month, I went firewood collecting. And I bought myself a brand new sharp blade. I'm not that great at sharpening. I know you should do that more. This sharp blade was incredible. It cut through the toughest timbers. It made it so easy that I thought I could cut down just about anything. The very act of making the chainsaw sharp made it much more effective. And you and I also need to be sharpened. We need to be spurring one another on, sharpening each other as iron sharpens iron. That's how we do. We need to stimulate, it says. Stir each other on towards love and good deeds. Now, Sundays are great for that. Sundays are a reminder every week. Ah, that's right. This is the game I'm in. These are the things that are important to me. This is the God I serve. And that continual meeting with each other, it actually sharpens us up. It spurs each other on so that we act to love and good deeds. That's the first thing that this scripture talks about. Sharpen each other. Meet together. Sharpen. Now, sometimes sharpening is uncomfortable. Sometimes sharpening might mean forgiving somebody else. Maybe you've had a little bit of a run-in with someone. Maybe there's been a misunderstanding. Maybe you've got a grudge or something for someone because of something they did or said 10 years ago. Tell you what, it's time to move on. It's time to sharpen your axe so that you've got a really good and powerful, effective witness. You can't be effective in our world if you're blunt, holding grudges or unforgiveness towards other people. That's why meeting together keeps you sharp. You've probably noticed that when people aren't so sharp, they kind of drift from church. And they think, oh, I'm, I'm blunt, so I need to stay away from church. Or I don't like that person. Or, I don't like that thing. Or, you see, that's the very time when you need to come back and sharpen your edge so that you can be effective. Church is great for that. Because you see that person, you think, ah, that's right. 
<laughs> I need to forgive that person. Ah, oh, that's right. That was such a silly thing that I was holding on to. Sharpen your edge, spur each other on. That's the first thing that uh, this writer is saying. Second thing is don't give up meeting together, as some were in the habit of doing. Way, way back in the first century, goodness me, people were actually stopping going to church, going to the gatherings, right, even back then. And the writer's saying, hey, hey, don't give up meeting together. Now, this, this word meeting together means assembling together physically in a space. Now, I know we have church online. Uh, we have it as a service for when you're sick or away or something. Um, but there's no substitute for actually being in the room together. We have conferences for all kinds of industries. People go to sports fixtures and you know concerts and they, they love it's something about being in a gathering of lots of people together it's the same with the church stir each other up get together you know it might be easier to listen to some podcast or listen to some worship music while you go for a walk or something and there's a place for that but don't ever think that that's Sunday service Sunday church is when you're actually assembling together walking with each other stirring each other up that's what this says. Don't give up assembling together or gathering in one place. And being in one place is not just the church. You see, the church is the people of God. And so just turning up is not the church. You are the church. So don't come to church. Be the church. And if you're going to be the church, then you come with a servant heart and look to other people. That's going to keep your life healthy and each other's health going on too. The last one here, it says, encourage one another and all the more as you see the day approaching. The day, the day when Jesus comes back. The day when Jesus comes to make all things new. That is going to be a glorious day. It's a day of hope, not something to be afraid of. If you're in Christ, there's nothing to fear. Jesus will come back and make all things new. That's the promise in the scripture that day, I'm telling you, is getting closer. No one knows the day or the hour, but I'm telling you, it's closer now than it was when Jesus says that. So while we see this day approaching, it says encourage one another. Now that, that word encourage means to walk alongside. It's the same word paraclete that the Holy Spirit comes and walks alongside of us. He's saying walk alongside other people. Don't just sharpen each other. You know, that can be a little bit confronting sometimes. Walk alongside each other in the faith. It's like a you can do it mentality. Someone's having a tough time in their marriage. Someone's having a tough time at work. Someone's having a battle with their health. Someone's doing it tough financially or needing some stuff. Having people in the church to walk alongside them is such a powerful, powerful testimony. Come to church on Sundays so you can encourage one another. Sometimes just turning up encourages me. Sometimes just turning up on time encourages me. When I see a full foyer ahead of a Sunday service, oh, it's great, isn't it? You feel like there are people there. I love our prayer meetings to start with. I love how we get together and gather. And, but I tell you, if I'm here and there's no one else here, I'm feeling a little bit shaky. So encouraging when you just simply turn up and encourage each other walk alongside each other, get to know each other, hang around afterwards and talk with each other and take each other out for lunch and be the church together, walk alongside, encourage, admonish each other, have a you-can-do-it 
mentality. I'd hate to think that anyone comes into a church building and is alone or sits around in a foyer with a coffee alone. Let's always be looking out for people, doing it tough or on their own, so that we can be truly people who walk alongside one another. Three things. Don't give up meeting together. Sharpen each other, spur each other on, and, and walk alongside each other. It's going to be a huge benefit, not just to yourself, but you can be a real blessing to other people. Build your life around a regular rhythm of Sunday gatherings with all of God's people. I get it. There's times like right now when I'm on leave that I can't be there. There's some times when maybe there's a family situation in another city that I have to be at. But you know what? Sunday by Sunday, you'll find me, you'll find our family in the house of God. We've set that our course and our life is so much richer because of that. I wouldn't change a thing. I've given so much of my time and energy Sunday by Sunday, but it is the richest day for me. And after that Sunday morning service, do you know what I do? I rest. I eat. I sleep. I enjoy the goodness of God. See, that's a beautiful Sunday, isn't it? When you come together and worship God together, and then you take some time with someone, and you rest, and you enjoy some great food, and you just bask in the goodness of God, it helps us to enter his throne room with boldness and confidence and rest knowing that he is God. Hey, let me commend those things to you. Looking forward to catching up with you soon. There's going to be a great panel coming up where the panel are going to throw around these ideas and uh, I'm going to be very interested to see how that travels so and see what I can learn from the panel. Hey, God bless you. Uh, I'll see you soon.